everybody. Welcome to Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700. The Big Talker, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., Trent Condon along the way for the you next hour. You certainly are the Big Talker. Talking all Hawkeye basketball for the next 60 minutes. Maybe we'll uh, sneak in a preview. Uh, we'll sneak in a uh, wrestling preview. The Iowa Duels coming up Friday night. Um, is that the one where they go with like Coe and Wartburg? And those? Yes, it's, uh, it's actually, it is. It's Iowa Central. Uh, Buffalo and North Dakota State on uh, Friday, the Iowa City Duels. Iowa City Duels, they don't have the old North Fieldhouse to do it anymore. That's now been converted completely into gymnastics. So I don't know if they do this at Carver. I think they do it in the wrestling wrestling room. room, Yeah. They don't even do it at, you know, upstairs. You know, after 14 years, we know how to start a show following a horrible, horrible football performance. Wrestle off. Wrestle-offs at the university. Hey, so uh, they were at the no. Luther Open. No, I wanted, you do want to you do want to go here because this was a nice little nugget I found today. You're going to like this. Trust me. Are you ready? I, I'm sitting here. They had the Luther Open the other day. So this is where all freshmen and sophomores, and it's an open thing. So Iowa won nine titles, and in the ten weight divisions, they had four times where it was Iowa versus Iowa in the championship. Guess who finished second at 197? I don't know. Young Connor Corbin from West oh, Des Moines right? Valley. Uh, good for him. Right? So there he you went go. went to elementary school with our he's, kids. He's buddies with our, our kids. He was he played baseball for me. He played football uh, I'll tell you off what, and on for us. And he's a tough son when, of a gun. When he was about seven years old, if you would have told me he was going to weigh 197 pounds, I would have been like, no chance. Would not have believed it, would no. you? No. Nope. So, the power um, of uh, New Leaf Wellness and Nutrition. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> good call. So there you go. There's a bright little nugget uh, for the Iowa wrestling awesome. squad. Boy, good for him. And that is uh, that is our wrestling update. We'll do a women's basketball update coming up in a little bit. Followed, After we talk about the putrid showing up in Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, the Iowa Hawkeye football team in a 38-14 to 14 loss. 66 yards. 66 yards. It's nothing to be proud of, Russ. Think about that. When Chevy Chase jumped that car 50 yards... It was pretty much as much as Iowa gained in the entire football game the other day. You're just a ray of sunshine. 66 you yards. You don't really look at this game, do you? All you do is, is bitch. I'm starting at the beginning, and we can dive a little bit more deeply. I do look at the game. I do look at the game. I, That's not of, what, based on the t- the text messages I was getting from you, you were not watching the football game. I didn't text message. I, I tweeted. I was you not You were texting pleased. me. I was. I got them. Okay. Don't make I'm, me go there. I'm going to have to go back and see this. At one. any rate, yes. The Hawks start off with a pick six. Is Josh Jackson the best cornerback in the country? How he can... wasn't a semifinalist for the Thorpe Award. Well, that'll be changed when they get yes. down to the final three. Leads the country in interceptions, yep. receiving or return yards, yep. passes defended. Yes. Yeah. Purdue threw the ball 60 some times last week. Against Northwestern, this has to bode well for the Iowa defensive yeah, game there's plan. Not a lot of eventually, guessing. there's not gotta, a lot of eventually guessing. Eventually, they right? have to throw it his way, don't they? Should Josh Jackson go through the senior day ceremonies as well? He might as well. Right. Uh, fourth year junior, there's no chance of him coming back. And I'm not an advisor to him, but if Josh, if you're listening, put your name in. So go pro. Uh, so he's a said, first or second rounder, easy. And and. Further along than Desmond. No, I think Desmond probably made a mistake. Uh, I mean, he was projected uh, also first. Cost himself money. He's playing in the NFL now, right? So well, that's all worked out so well and good. Presuming you know? he doesn't get hurt, and he got a he, college degree, he right? Will, he will get paid. Let's assume Josh is a fourth year senior and does graduate. Uh huh. So if we assume that, then then he he should go to the pros. 
in next year's cornerbacks. Well, he's not a fourth-year senior, though. He's a fourth-year junior. He's a fourth-year junior. That's what I'm saying. Right, so he won't graduate this year for sure. So if Why? Pros- if you've been there four years, I managed to graduate in four oh, years. Oh, no, he's not a four-year were junior. You, were you, he, did, he didn't redshirt. Yeah, he did. He did? Were you on the seven-year college program? I was there six years. No, five. So, no, um, he, I thought, I could have sworn he played as a true freshman in 15. Are you sure? Nine, All right. 99% positive. I'm 100% positive. Well, it's 100 is a lot more than 99. It's, it's, it's the full Monty. It is a you're, defined you're, you're, fact you that I, up. I know that he is a fourth-year junior. You want to know why? Why do you know that? Because I heard my man Tom Cakert say it yesterday on the radio. Uh-huh. It's got to be true. You must have been listening to Jimmy B. And I may have been. I listened to 1700 from 4 to 6. That's Phil Steele, number from 12 he was to 2. A, he yeah. was number 253. The number 253 rated uh, defensive back coming out of high school. <laughs> yeah, and right now I'm going to tell you he's in the top five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably top three of cornerbacks. So w- what does Phil Barker know about teaching defensive backs that, that these guys because clearly there's it's it's not something in the water in Iowa City you've got they're not a, recruiting at a high level at, of cornerback. right so they're they're putting they're doing something I with these that, guys I think he played both ways in high school in fact he played wide receiver when he got to Iowa yeah he did yeah he did and I found and, I remember him is there any chance over at Valley yeah his first spring yeah. is there any chance we can put him on offense this week and for uh, for someone who can actually catch the ball no, that was a question. All Five drops last, last week. Yeah. It, well, it was at some point in time, which is why they thought he could return punts too. And clearly, there's a there's an issue with the punt return game because nobody wants to catch a punt. Yes, you know. But Who's that's Max Cooper, and why has he not been in my kitchen? He's <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's a youngin. Three people who have never been <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's got to be true. <laughs> Check, look it up. Those he's people have freshman, never been in my kitchen. True freshman from Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Wide receiver. And possible punt returner this week. Well, Has he been on special teams all season? Meaning we're not burning the red shirt yeah, to bring him in in the Purdue game to catch a punt. Look at me, I sound like Jim Brimson. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. No, he's played, and he's been uh, he's been out there. and they, they haven't used him for much of anything else. Why not, right? Why not give him a try at this point in time? And Vandenberg's going to get his on, on, on Saturday, so, you know, let's give it a shot. Question. A year ago, we saw Iowa employ a two-punt returner look with Riley McCarron and Desmond King. Why did Where? that disappear? I, I, especially we, got a, we got a new special teams coach. Uh, that's a good um, point. And if I'm not mistaken, they've blocked at least one punt, maybe two. One. But they've come close on a f- couple of others. We haven't but, had any returns. But the return obviously. yards have been terrible, but the... The kick coverage has been it really seems good. It to me return yards and punting for almost all of college has been pretty bad yeah. this year. I haven't seen uh, – There's, I'm sure that there's guys who've returned punts. That's for, an interesting point. It'd be interesting to look that up. You're right. I haven't seen a whole lot of punt returns for touchdowns this year. A lot of guys Kickoff running returns free. I've seen. Yeah. But I haven't seen a lot of – I haven't seen a lot of punt returns. Um, and I – frankly, I think the uh, employment of the rugby punt is that has become more in vogue in that – those guys run, they kick it, that gets on the ground. It's it, it's why it's why Iowa is not picking up the ball. They should, they need to catch it in the air. Obviously, at Wisconsin some point in time. didn't employ the rugby but, punt. The well, dude just kicked it and, and it hit and the ground and Van, bounced forty yards. And Vandenberg didn't catch it, yeah. and two times. And and this is what I encapsulate the problem with the offense, particularly in the first half, was is that I think they started from the seven, the six, the ten, and maybe the twelve uh, for four of their drives in the first half. And we all know this, is that Iowa is unwilling to unleash the ball when they're down there. Even on third down, and I was watching a game with my friend 
uh, Mark Basinski, and we're like, why not just throw it deep and act as if that's a punt? If it gets picked off, it gets picked off. Um, and especially there was there was the time where the Stanley when we had the ball at the. It, it, look, there was a, there was one time we were a little closer to midfield. Well, there was only that, a couple times I, I in the game, right? I believe they got over midfield twice. And, and, well, and one was on a fumble recovery, and then one time the offense moved. There, there was one point in time where he threw the ball out of bounds when he clearly had. It's like, look, you're looking downfield. I think they're at the 35, and they're looking downfield, and he had a little bit of time to throw. Go ahead and lob, lob it up there. It's if they pick it off, you're right. It's the same as a punt, right? Now, to be fair, you know, everybody Rastetter had a couple of of tough punts here. They did not. Do well, but he had it. He had. I don't remember. Tom had it laid out where he had a he had a fifty yarder and a forty eight yarder and a thirty seven, and then he had a twenty five. If yarder. I have nine punts, so, I'm going to have a couple that are good. R- r- well, presuming no, I'm th- a punter, I think it was more like seven out of nine were good, and two of them were bad. The problem is that those two really hurt you. The thing is, as we've seen, you want to talk about bad back, punting? Let's talk about the Iowa State guy. Well, yeah, thirteen, twenty two. Let me. But my point is, if you go back through Iowa punting. Uh, over the last few years, we've had some really good punters, but a couple of them had to develop. A couple of them came from. I think Jason Baker, even before he went to the NFL, he had a couple. Of, he had one really bad year. I can't it was remember. Terrible it was, right, and you know he ends up as he ends up spending a, a, several years in the NFL as a as a punter. I'm not going to give up on these guys for the future, and I think people are sort of suggesting that that's a case that they can never be good because I've seen these guys, both of them, hit decent punts. It's just it's been a problem this year. Hope it gets better because I, I I would not be shocked if We're, there is no other option next year on the field for Iowa fans to watch until those guys come running out there. So don't be surprised. Well, who I you mean, know we're talking so. about the punter. You know, it's, well, it's big and it's big it field. You just talked about field position. It ended up being huge. It, it it is, and if your punt guy, punt return guys do their job, then the field position isn't as bad, and you're not as handcuffed on offense. And for whatever reason, Wisconsin has got Iowa's number. On offense, they've got it figured out. The three-four defense. Um, I don't know what Brian Ferentz has to do, but there is somebody who knows how to run an offense against a three-four defense uh, that is similar to what. Now, let's keep this in mind. Nobody's really running it up on Wisconsin this year. No, and and Wisconsin is is well known for having a stout defense because and some of it is because of this scheme. Now, if you go back, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I know we um, somebody had gone back I think 5 years and you looked at Iowa the last 5 years against Wisconsin, they've only gone over 200 yards total once. It's not been it's not been pretty at all against well, Wisconsin. In the, in there the was Greg one Davis game there was we one. can understand that we're never throwing the ball downfield right. whatever. This, this just was the but, worst one, but it's all been relatively the same and it, what it is is that it's that fourth linebacker Iowa can't figure out because that it, they play that fourth linebacker essentially is a fourth down lineman. They're just standing up, coming from somewhere. You just don't know where they're coming from, well, right? You know, and the and interesting Iowa thing can't is pick it up. Stanley Stanley's interception was on a zone blitz uh, scheme where they brought the outside guy and the the guy who picked it off. I think his number was fifty eight or fifty two. Did not expect him to be there. Die, that yeah. guy isn't supposed to be there. It, right. it, in the plan of that play, he is not supposed That's to right. be standing there. And Stanley didn't see him, and he threw it to him. But you know, yeah. So eventually, Nate's, people go, they go, "Oh, that's a bad throw." Well, what it is is he just did, he did not. That man was not supposed. He's to He's not there, supposed right. to be there uh, from where he started uh, in a down position in a three technique, and all of a sudden he's standing up, backing up, and he's six yards and down. Two the other field. guys come. Yeah, yeah. You know, Iowa had opportunities the other day. There was a pass to Noah Fant, which you and I talked about yesterday. That was probably thrown too hard. But if he catches it, and it's a great catch, he scores. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he was he was well ahead. Well, and ahead Iowa of the takes field. the lead in the second half, it, as bad as it had been, right? Ex- yeah. Exactly. And and Iowa's defense was put in horrible positions. I mean, obviously, uh, Wisconsin scored on the fumble ruski where Daniel snapped the ball. That was all on him. Uh, snapped the ball prematurely. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Stanley pulled premature uh, st- snapulation. It, yes, it yeah. happens, yeah. Um, particularly well, when you're when old. you're that yeah. when you're when that, you're that age. age. Yeah. Um, and then you have a situation where Stanley dropped the ball inexplicably. Uh, second time this year, I mean, third time third this year. Time, he just literally didn't dropped it the ball at Michigan State. Well, when it was they were a big going, one at Michigan State. Going, oh, he's, and, he's a wide open guy that would have tied the ball game. And he, instead, you know, I'm wondering if if Nate Stanley, in the professional thing, you know how they do the hands, is he suffer from the small hands? Maybe. Yeah, Can he know. have a big whopper? Or he's, is he is only it, a Whopper Junior guy? Because he, can, he can't he's hold the, the big he's burger. He's got the little hands. I can't don't know. The, I'm, I'm, I'm asking this question. Well, he has dropped the ball without being hit or touched a couple of important times, and that was it. I would agree. Defensively, you know, you go and statistically, Wisconsin ran up some yards, but some of that was in the second half, and, and I, I'm, I, I know you're not big on this, but I don't think Iowa's defense gave up. I don't think they usually give up, but I have seen – when when your offense is not moving the football, well, you they slow down a half a step. They you got, know whether you know it or also, not. They got wore down, whether it's mentally or whether it was yeah. physically, and that's and that's how Wisconsin plays. And you know, there are three undefeated teams in the country. We played one of them on Saturday at their at their place, and we got beat. Uh, Wisconsin is ten and zero, if I'm not mistaken. The other ten teams that they have played, nobody else has played them very well or very close nope. either. I think nope. the closest game they've had was Illinois at twenty four to ten. Purdue seventeen nine. Seventeen nine. That's right. Was that at Purdue? No, it was at home. No, at it was home. just an I, And I you know what? I, I saw a bit of that game and they were sleepwalking the whole day. Yeah. And 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 they can do that because their defense is just gonna and their slow defense people down. still held them Most to nine. Of the other games. Held held Iowa scoreless, uh in spe- you know, in spite yeah. of the fourteen. You know, held Illinois to ten. So we'll find out if Wisconsin is for real. And frankly, I don't think Michigan's offense is worth a darn. Uh, better and, with their new quarterback. Well, better, but still, I think very pedestrian. And I think Wisconsin is going to handle Michigan quite easily mm-hmm. on Saturday. Uh, and then they got for the axe against Minnesota, and, and they, then they'll they go got, to the Big Ten they championship. Got their boat and we'll see what they last do. Week. Right? Yeah, it's Ohio State. And then yeah. they can play Ohio State. And we'll see how that defense does if Ohio State's revved up or not. What if Michigan would beat Ohio State? Uh, it would be Michigan. Michigan or Penn State? No, Chaos? Be, well, no, no. It would because you Michigan. If let's say if Michigan loses, it wouldn't be Michigan. It would be probably Penn State. Penn State has two losses. Michigan State would have two losses. That at that point, Ohio well, State Ohio's, would have three. Michigan would have three. So it'd be Penn State. Uh, Michigan would be Michigan State. Yeah. Well, Penn State and Michigan State play the last game of the year. No, they Michigan State. Beat oh, them. they don't do that again. They be, no. no, they beat them. Beat them two weeks ago when we were when we were pummeling Ohio oh, State. Oh, that's right. So they used to do that last. The, they, that was the one the of the last game. land grant land yeah. trophy. Yeah, yeah, it was, and which was good. Well, I'll say this: uh, there are a number of things that happened the other day, and one of them is that Iowa ran into a good football team that I think a lot of people underrate because of the way they win games. And it was, it's like you said, they're winning games. It's ten to ten. It's seventeen to ten. And suddenly, it's thirty-four to ten or forty-five to ten. But everybody turned it off after the third quarter, right? And they went away. And suddenly, Wisconsin's up by thirty. You know, and nobody pays attention. Well, in, you know? in the Northwestern game was the same deal. They they were ten to ten. Then it was thirty-three to ten. It was and Northwestern scored two late touchdowns to, to make, make it look close. Thirty-three right? to twenty-four, and that game was never close. Right? They have not 
been challenged. So and after yet the somehow, break, right. after the break, let's talk about where they might be in the uh, college football. You don't want to do women's basketball? We'll talk right. about it after the okay, break. Okay, we'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. Sponsored by Dell. Dell Small Business Black Friday sale is on now. The lowest prices of the year and free shipping on everything. Shop doorbusters on business PCs with Intel Core processors. Call 1-877-BUY-DELL. This holiday season, he went to Jared because getting her a blender just didn't sound right. Her ideal gift is waiting at Jared, the Levion Collection. Jared has more exclusive Levion pieces than any other jewelry store in the world. And from November 16th through the 26th, visit jared.com and you'll receive $100 off any Levion purchase. Sound good? That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See jared.com for details. As a sleepy face emoji, I know we all get tired sometimes. But if you start to nod off behind the wheel, then wake the f- up. Stay alert and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to new nutritional therapy. New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515 515- 225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. 
Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessig family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Five to six o'clock each week here on seventeen hundred on Tuesdays and it, around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com afterwards on the podcast. Because trust hey, me, the first twenty minutes of this show were great. So if you missed it, you know. A shout out to our podcast listeners in Arizona, in Texas, in Minnesota. I know there's plenty here in Iowa. Illinois. Illinois. Indiana. Indiana. Uh, Virginia. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Military bases around the world. We're uh, global. We We're always global. have. We, been. we spread sunshine thank, and joy around th- the world. Thank goodness for Al Gore in those <laughs> yeah, interwebs know, that those he interwebs. figured out how to do. That's right. Uh, and thank goodness for our sponsors on the program. Of course, the big ones this year uh, helping us out. Christopher's Restaurant over in Beaverdale. Get out there and check them out. Uh, a lot of good food over there. Personal service, kind of nice atmosphere. Say hi to good Ronnie. Family restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. Templeton Rye. Of course, we'll do the Templeton Rye last call in a little bit. And Kozlowski Law, uh, helping you out with that collaborative divorce if that's something you need. Hope you don't. But if you do, uh, give uh, our big guy, Kaz, a call, and he'll help you out with that. Um, Hawkeye basketball. Eh, let's let's shift to that towards the end. Let's do uh, real quick the women's basketball update because Lisa Bluter has won 700 games in her career. This was uh, on Sunday. She got her 700th win. You know what that means? She's old. <laughs> she's now that's, what, that, that's pretty much what Lisa Bluter would say. Yeah. Now um, that's, she's she's got a. I don't know. I'm not sure how many losses she has in there, but I do. She's. They went to eight straight NCAA's. Broke it off with a couple of NITs now, but she's. Been a successful coach at Iowa for a long time. Drake, she got five hundred uh, She is seven hundred and three forty-two. That's really good. That's winning two thirds of your games. Yep. Six seventy-two. Yep. There you Half go. Wizard again, right there. There you go. Uh, beat Quinnipiac, uh, Quinnipiac, eighty-three sixty-seven. Western Kentucky, one hundred four ninety-seven in overtime I have on a question. Sunday. Yes. How, what was the Quinnipiac poll of I, that I didn't day? Get it. Uh, you know, they're uh, noted for their uh, political noted. polls throughout the uh, voting season. Megan Gustafson, oh uh, thirty-five points in the in the uh, game on Western against Western Kentucky. She's over a thousand for her career, and um, that was quite a game, were, I guess. They were down five with a minute to play. Hit a three. Gustafson got a layup at the buzzer, and then he went in overtime. It's nice. They're not starting any seniors, so um, they're they're gonna you're gonna see the same team on this on the on the floor for a while for the Hawks and. Uh, Bluter's going to do all right with this bunch in the next couple of years. You know, uh, speaking of not seeing starting any seniors, if you think about your Iowa football team, it is senior day on Saturday. Yes, it is. On the offense, I can think of Vandenberg, Walsh. That it? Welsh. Welsh. Is that uh, Akram. Akram. And Butler. Butler. I, uh, Butler, I guess. And, and the two tackles that are out. Becker. Well, I can. Becker and, Boone, and, Ma- and But they're not, they're not playing right now. No. Um, and on defense, you got your three linebackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we've already talked about Josh Jackson, Miles Taylor, um, who will probably play a lot this week because it sounds like Hooker's out again. Um, what did he do? They call so, it a contusion. Yes, it's a soft tissue injury. That's a bad, a bad bruise. It's better than a subterminal hematoma. It's, 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 it's those better are, than that. Those are yes, bad. I, in fact, I just had a friend die from that. That's oh, very okay. bad. Very so, bad. So we shouldn't joke about that. No, no. But, but uh, nevertheless, yeah, no. and uh, 
Uh, budgeta. Budgeta, so budgeta they, in the middle of the line. What did they call him on the, on the first? Bazada. Well, the first time they said Bugatta. <laughs> it, isn't that a resort it. in Atlantic City? I, <laughs> I believe it is. You can look that the one Bogata? up, Trent. It uh, yeah. used to be the Nathan Bo- Bugatta. The Bogata Resort in Atlantic City yeah. was one of the nicer ones. They can butcher the names the best with the best of them. At least it was. They were butchering the English language a little bit there on what was, Saturday. What was Boone Myers at the beginning of the year? What was the boom? Boom. Boom Myers. Yeah. Boom Myers bringing yeah. the boom. Yeah. Uh, Apparently Myers, he's in the uh, HMB. Are you ready for the boom? Uh, Myers, Myers telling um, Tom Cakert, I think uh, that he's he's a maybe for the bowl game, whatever that might be. So he's not gonna he's not gonna play the rest of the regular season, but he's thinking he may get back. He's got an ankle deal, so we'll see about that. So if the Hawks win the last two games, and you and I talked about this briefly, you think it's Nashville? Uh, yeah, and Tom actually laid it out on his website if you look at it. But it is it is if you go down the pecking order, the Big Ten has it's it's cloudy, but if two go to the BCS or to the uh, to the New Year's Day six. Right, right. Um, whether it's college football playoff or not, to go there, then you start knocking it down, going down, and it basically comes down to Iowa and Michigan will both probably be sitting at eight and four, one maybe at seven and five, and the pinstripe that the next tier in is the pinstripe, the Nashville or Tax Slayer, which has already taken Iowa and has had the Big Ten two out of three years, and then Foster Farms, right? And so the pinstripe has to take a different team every year. They have a five-year contract, and they can't take the same team. So Michigan. Too bad they have to have the Yankees every year. Or, no, no kidding. But they have the, <laughs> so they have to take Michigan, right? Good save. Thanks. Nice <laughs> save. Nice save. Um, with Fulmers, you don't feel full; you just feel fine. Great. Anyway, um, <laughs> so good. so the uh, the fact is they they're probably going to look at Michigan and, and Michigan's brand and the, getting them out there and with usually not having a chance to grab them. Subway that leaves, there, you know, There's a lot. Yeah, of Michigan and Michigan fans. Are, too. Not that there's not Iowa fans around, but, but they probably you know, right. So that leaves Iowa to Nashville or or uh, San Francisco, and it's probably let Nashville has been looking for a chance to get Iowa there. Uh, a seven and five, eight and four Iowa team is a, is a good a good get for them, and well, it's drivable for Iowans. They're going to get people to go. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, eight ten hour drive depending. I mean, from ten, 10 from, from here, City. I think it's it's only ten from here. My mom used to live there. Yeah, yeah, you can make it there in ten. I went there mm-hmm. last summer. Well, I also had a little kid with me. So right? Yeah, you had multiple stops. A little, multiple stops. Well, a little more stops. Yeah. 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 When he got a uh, well, last year, yeah, she was like uh, fourteen months at the time. Yeah, you so. get, you're not you're not going straight through. No, but we're, we we may be driving if, straight through. If you through, could right? avoid the uh, uh, St. Louis issue, yeah, uh, and the traffic that goes with there, you get to yeah. Paducah, Kentucky, and next thing you know, you're there. Yeah, you're right there, and uh, it's an SEC uh, opponent, I think. Uh, so there's any number of them out there right now, and I guess one of the one of the websites had Missouri, which would be, of course, Kentucky, Iowa's last C-Stoops? Big Ten. That'd Kentucky, be all right. C. Yeah. Stoops, Texas A&M's possibility. Vandy? Kentucky, Vandy, Vandy um, might be a beatable team for Iowa, one way or the other, too. Well, and you know, yeah. we said the same thing yeah. about Florida last year. Yeah, we did, and, and they know, certainly have not proven to be a juggernaut. And Tennessee hasn't been any good no. since they waxed us in the tax layer bowl either. So, but we knew that See, that team. The last was two teams the Hawks have yeah. played in bowl games have already fired their coaches. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. Now Stanford still got. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, back. that's right. Just, they, all feel, that's what, they all feel exactly the same, don't they? You know, they they really do. So. Uh, but uh, that's that's uh, that's probably it. And if not, then you fall to the Foster Farms. I don't think you go any further than that. And there is a quick lane bowl. Well, the only still place out further there, to go from yeah. that's Hawaii. I mean, San Francisco yeah. is not an easy yeah, uh, travel. No. And and the problem with the San Francisco game is the twenty seventh of December. So how many people are going to want to spend Christmas in the Bay Area? I suppose it's a nice place, but 
Not a lot of us have family out there. I don't know that we're going out there that it's going to be. It's not a drivable thing. It's it, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, you the, know the irony of that is Colby goes to school in San Francisco, and he'll be in Des Moines, and he'll be with you here. That's right. <laughs> you know, um, so it, uh, that one would be a little tougher. I I think you'd have to see a Minnesota uh, being chosen over Iowa to get that to happen. Maybe Indiana makes it and they get chosen. They no got way. Some teams, uh, uh, it's not going to happen. No, right? None of those. None of those theories are going to happen. Indiana could if it choose Iowa over Iowa because of the proximity. Because it's so close and they think yeah. they might get some more fans. But that just that's and again, seem... but you get into remember this is they gotta win two process. more games too. You mentioned the pinstripe has to have a different team every year, but there's a lot of these contracts now where they have to have four different teams in six, in six years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yep. they're, uh, w- right. this is Indiana. This is our one opportunity maybe to get them. Let's yeah, them yeah. Iowa's available every year. Maybe, right. maybe, yeah. maybe. I, I, it's so much more convoluted than it was even two, three years ago with, right. with the way that it's set up. There could be two, three, even four teams from the Big Ten could make it into the New York Six because there isn't a cap anymore. Like well, it was with the two back in the day right, of the BCS. Right. It, it is logistically yeah, I mean, they, a lot more difficult. Well, and if, let's say Wisconsin were to make the playoff, and you 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 have to think the New Year's Six is going to take Ohio State. Yes. I mean, Even with three losses. Yeah. With that fan base, yes. W- regardless. And Penn State, Penn State to is going to be 10 2. And Michigan go. State would, would possibly no. be. They don't travel, though. They don't travel, though, do they? No. no. Even so when they, you, when they so played in the three. playoff in the Cotton Bowl, I don't think they got 15. Yeah, but when they played Baylor. But so, no, no, no. When they played Alabama, they got beat 30. See, that interchangeable one is. See, that doesn't change the, the pecking order, though, because. The Orange Bowl is one of those, and if the Orange Bowl doesn't take a Big Ten team, then the Citrus Bowl does. If the Orange Bowl takes a Big Ten team, then the Citrus Bowl doesn't take a Big Ten team, and that's that's the next level up, and then it goes down to the Outback. So the it, it's interchangeable. It doesn't matter. Isn't orange a citrus? It is. and um, I'm just uh, saying. And so is a tangerine, which used to be out there, and I'm not even sure. There used to be a grapefruit uh, represented no, as well. There was never a grapefruit. There, there was, was a grapefruit. No, there was tangerine, peach. Well, there's still the peach. Orange. The peach is, is peach citrus? For, no. I don't think it is. Then why did we mention that? With I don't us? know. We have the Foster Farms Bowl, which is sponsored by the Almond, eggs, Almond there Company. Bowl the dancing, the there was a cherry bowl. That yeah. was in Michigan. Michigan. That was the first Michigan yeah, Pontiac Michigan. Michigan one. It was. Uh, before Quick Lane and whoever got involved in mobile. Little and, Caesars. You know, for years. Little Caesars. If, in, in fact, in the old days, uh, the uh, Detroit Bowl, you could get like five Little Caesars pizzas for five bucks. I mean, all Sitting in. in your seat? No, you oh, had to go okay, down yeah, and yeah. get oh, it. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying, though. You can, you can God, get him at you the game. you are a fat ass. Oh, I need to get the game. <laughs> game. I didn't realize you are telling me. I was asking you. You'd get him at the game. Well, I don't know about that. I never went to Detroit. You Hawks went never... to, well, why would we ever go to Detroit? No. Detroit is for lovers. All right. We'll Used come back. Be. We'll talk to Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, he was able to witness the basketball games that we were um, um, wanting to watch on the Internet, but probably didn't watch as much of as we thought we would. And uh, maybe we'll talk to him a little bit more about basketball than football when we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515 650 
1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones too, like hosting turkey dinner and scoring Pepperidge Farm stuffing on sale for $2.49 or picking up dessert on the go. Bring 8-inch market pantry pies to Friendsgiving for just $2.99 each. Got house guests coming? Windex and Pledge are buy one, get one 30% off. Get in, out, and on your way. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the Kitta smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kitta makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at the Home Depot. 1700 KBGG is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each and every Friday night starting at 7 o'clock for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. After the game, keep it locked on 1700 KBGG for the Hartung and Schrader Scoreboard Show. We'll take you up until 11 o'clock with scores from across the state of Iowa. Your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. State Championship doubleheader on Friday, 11 a.m. Van Meter against Iowa City Regina. And then the 4-8 title game with Dowling Catholic against Iowa City West. Friday on 1700. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37. 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. 
Uh, Next weekend, Saturday, going to happen again, Purdue Senior Day. We're going to be enjoying the beer song. I heard it against Alabama State and against whatever other oh, you did. KN they played. There you go, basketball. Chicago State. Chicago State. The Cougars. Chico State. No, State. not Chico State. <laughs> no. Chicago State. Not from the penitentiary. Hawks did beat uh, Chicago State 95-62. Uh, Alcorn State 92-58. to Alabama State. Alabama State. Alcorn State was... Uh, you and I. I. Sorry. Alabama State. Oh, I scribbled it on here. I, yeah. I didn't get to watch it. I didn't I didn't buy the package you, yet. You know who got to watch it? Yeah. Our friend Tom Caker, who that, joins right. us right he now from there. Hawkeye Report. And that's why we wanted to talk to him. Hey, Tom, uh, welcome to the program again. Hey, the Hawks... Uh, there, there's nothing surprising about beating these two opponents um, handily to start off the year, but I, I think there's some 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 conclusions you can draw about uh, about the talent level on this team, and, and it's what we expected it to be. And the freshmen certainly are every bit as good as we expected them to be. Yeah, I think you can conclude that Garza is going to be pretty good, and I think he's got a real good chemistry with Tyler Cook. They just seem to play with each other very well. Uh, and Nunji is, you know, he's going to be really good. And I, I'm anxious to see him develop over the next few years because his, uh, I think his ceiling's pretty high. Uh, but they, they've got a lot of depth and they're doing this, you know, even without Nicholas Bear, the sixth man of the year in the Big Ten last year. And uh, they're, they're still, you know, Connor McCaffrey will get in the mix hopefully Thursday and they'll get Bear back hopefully for the Virginia Tech game uh, after the Caymans trip. So they've, they've got a lot of weapons this year. Uh, it's just I think Fran's biggest challenge is going to be figuring out which weapons uh, to put out on the floor at any different uh, moment in the game. You know, Tom, we were talking uh, at the break, the benefit of playing these teams that are not very good, it does allow you to get uh, uh, all the freshman time, that. Uh, and even even Macy Daly, Macy who Daly. probably needs a little bit of time because he he hasn't gotten a lot of it, and maybe he won't be playing over Connor uh, down the road. But I, I I suspect he will. He's he's still pretty long and pretty lean, and got a little bit a little bit of speed. It's good to get him in. So you know, there even though the schedule is not great early on uh, until we hit next week, it, it's a benefit. Yeah, you get those guys out on the floor; they get some experience. So when you may need them. You may need a Macy Daly if, uh, you know, say Moss gets in foul trouble and um, it's a little more length and athletic team uh, that you're facing and you can't maybe play a Brady Ellingson. You could put Macy Daly out there at the two and uh, he can help you uh, at, at that position. So it's it, it's good that they're getting all these minutes. They're going to develop. I, I'm just going to be real curious when they – face a team like Cincinnati or somebody like that, how's Fran going to handle this rotation and is he going to tighten things up? I think he'll end up doing that. And some guys that are getting minutes now may not get those minutes, uh, you know, once things uh, get a little tougher. Well, and they do get tougher. So it, they got Grambling on Thursday night, which is not going to be tough, but then they hit, uh, they head head for the islands. They're going to the Cayman islands classic. It'll be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Starting off with a Louisiana Lafayette team that's pretty good, uh, and then facing either South Dakota State or Wyoming, not a bad uh, game there. I think those those are some some formidable opponents for for a younger team. And then if you get through those, probably Cincinnati. That's a top ten team. It's a decent field, and probably uh, it's certainly the toughest run of this uh, non conference schedule in in three days. We'll we'll find out a lot next week. 
about this team that um, that so far there haven't been a lot of things, at least statistically, that um, have shown to be a problem. Time maybe free throw shooting right now is something they got to work on, but. That seems to uh, usually with uh, Fran's teams work itself out a little bit uh, further into the season. Yeah, the foul shooting has been a concern, and and they're going to have to do better in that area. But uh, overall, they've they've done well. But you're right, that stretch. I mean, you know, Louisiana Lafayette, or as they go by now, Louisiana, uh, they're uh, you know a pretty decent team. If they face uh, uh, South Dakota State at would be a good, uh, I think, a good test with uh, Mike Dom. Their uh, uh, forward is really skilled, and then Cincinnati's, you know, as you said, a really good team. And then you got Vatek at Vatek, and that's a good team with Buzz Williams coaching it. And uh, then you got the two Big Ten games, and then you've got Iowa State. So it gets a lot tougher. I know people might think oh, Iowa State's not any good. It's still at Hilton. It's still the rivalry game. You know. The fans are going to be packing Hilton, and it's going to be a tough game. So you're probably not going to be able to make it to the Cayman Islands because you're going to the football game on Saturday. So let's talk about turn the page from Wisconsin. We've we've beat that into the ground, and as did the Hawks on Saturday. Uh, Beating some. Well, yeah, exactly. So what, what do you do? You see them rebounding because I do uh, see them coming back and rebounding here on Senior Day on Saturday. I, I think they will, um, you know, just based on past experience. I, I'll go back just, you know, you don't have to go back very far. You have to go back to last year. That game up in uh, Happy Valley was an embarrassment as well. And uh, the next week they came back and beat an undefeated Michigan team. So it's just, you know, they, they've just got to get back home, uh, get back to doing what they do best. It, you know, they've uh, run the ball fairly well at home. This year, it's you know, I ran some numbers earlier this week uh, for a piece that I wrote, and it's just it's stunning how different they are running the football home in a way this year in conference play. And at home, uh, they're averaging 4.85 yards carry, and then on the road, it's 178. And you can see why they've only scored two offensive touchdowns on the road this year. They just haven't run the football, but what they have done uh, at home is run the ball and. Stanley just seems more comfortable at home. Uh, so I would expect that, uh, you know, Purdue's good, though. Uh, they're a lot better. They're much better defensively. I think they're almost 20 points per game better defensively this year. So uh, it, it'll be – this isn't uh, Daryl Hazel. Right. Purdue. This is, you know, Brahms much better. Um, but I think they'll uh, be able to, you know, Probably about a ten point win, something like that, uh, on Saturday. You know the the quality of opponents they played on the road though hasn't been bad. You got at Wisconsin, at Michigan State, two very good teams yeah. with good stout uh, running defenses, and at Northwestern, which is just you know other than the Akron Wadley game, really has been the house of horrors for for the Hawks. Yeah, um, there is something to that. Uh, you know their combined record uh, overall. I think it was uh, twenty four and. Six for those three teams, so they're you know really good teams. They've uh, combined; they've lost four uh, games in conference, so they're um, they are really good. Uh, but you you can't uh, you, you should expect a little bit more than forty six yards a game. Yeah, no question, right? right. <laughs> it's just well, not been good. You know, it's 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 
it's been interesting that the last few years, Tom, for a long time, Kirk's teams were either good, mediocre, or he would throw in, he had one or two that weren't good, really good, right? But the highs and lows of the, this team <laughs> over the last three seasons, um, I, I think that's the roller coaster ride that's starting to drive Iowa fans a, 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 into a different into a different uh, frustration. You because know, you see how good they can be, and then you see how bad they can but, be. But it's so weird because Kirk's so so even keeled. I know. You know, it's not like we got Paul Rhodes down I there just, screaming, "I love this team" and all that. He's he's got to be on medication to keep himself. Because he's got to be who Kirk. Yeah, he's got to be thinking the same things. How in the world can we be this good and this bad? I bet he and, says and, it in a different fashion. Well, it, it probably. But you know, Tom, you, you see where I'm going with that. I'm reading your message boards. Oh, I'm thinking of the way I'm going, and, and it's emotionally, it's just this incredible roller coaster. I don't think we've ever been on. Yeah, and it's you know, you didn't see the reaction after. Like, I'll give an example: the Penn State game where they played them to the final play of the game, and you know, Penn State really good and everybody was like yeah you know what this team can be pretty good they played their butts off and and they did really well in that game and yeah you lost and it sucks but boy you know i think this team might have something and then you know do you see them do what they do to a really good ohio state team and put up 55 points and you're thinking gosh this team's maybe it's the classic kirk team catching fire in november and then they just go Throw that, that uh, yeah, bomb up. And, yeah, uh, I, uh, that frankly, I don't. You could see we didn't didn't see the Ohio State coming game coming the way that it came, and did not see it coming this way for Wisconsin. I, I thought maybe that's, you know, that's the right. way was that's that's the way Wisconsin has beaten just about everybody this yeah. year. Though they have just kind of uh, inched along, inched along, pound, 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 and then. It's like getting hit with a, a sledgehammer in the second half, and they just bury you. They did it. They've done it to just about everybody this year, uh, except for Purdue. Purdue played them really well up in Madison. Um, you know, I think they were what seventeen nine, something like that. Right. And uh, and uh, but other teams, they, you know, you look up and it's fourteen uh, ten going into the middle of the third quarter, and then you look up and it's you know forty five to ten. For a final score, they just seem to pour it on in the yeah. last uh, two quarters. People turn turn off the TV too. That's why they don't have a lot of respect. You know, they stop watching. All right, hey Tom, appreciate your time. We'll catch you next week after a Hawkeye victory, and uh, we'll probably talk a little bit a little bit of basketball as they'll have. Uh, I'm not sure if they they might even be playing while we're nah, nope. They'll just be done by the time we uh, get on the air. So we'll talk about that next week. All right, Tom. Okay, thanks for having me on, guys. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, check out his website. Yeah, you know. Um, you, Hit the uh, hit the off button. Hang up. There you go. There you go. I think you got it. Don't put me in charge of these yeah, things. You, Trent leaves us in charge of the board and the phone and the whole thing. We could really, we really could make it. So, um, a couple of extra thoughts on the basketball team before we finish up with our football thoughts for the, for the week. Um, they are shooting about fifty six percent from the free throw line. They got to work on that. They're shooting forty five percent from the three point line. How many so. free throws do they have? Uh, they're in the 60s, 64. They're like 38 of 64. All right. They got to work on that a little bit. Not bad. It's like the one thing that you didn't can say. Garza say that he's not concerned about it and he's been the biggest, uh, uh so the, he was like five guys. for nine, the there, first game yeah, or something. Yeah, there've been a few offenders here and there and, and Tyler Cook even missed a couple of them and then made like five in a row. Right. So he, it's, it's just a matter of concentration. They'll get back on that. You do have to look at the, a 48 to 26 turnover ratio, which is nice when you're playing a lot of guys because 
when you start talking about that uh, that idea of mixing so many players on the floor, you know, getting in a rhythm, that's when your turnovers come is when you're not in a rhythm, right? When well, you guys aren't on the same page and guys aren't on the floor all the time. So Garza and Cook's chemistry comes from back from all those play dates that they had when they were little. They're play dates? They're play dates. They, they figured out how to play well together. We're going to like having uh, uh, Tyler Cook be able to face the hoop and catch passes going to the hoop from Garza. We're going to like that a lot. It's going to be good. Anyway, interesting. Um, interesting that that the, the way the schedule is going to break for them. It's going to be a fun next week for us uh, as far as that's concerned. Football, senior day, 18 guys going out. You mentioned there's a lot of guys coming back, but these are they're, they're losing some big pieces again. Well, no question. I mean, losing Josie and losing Akram, I mean, those are the two key. But all three linebackers, really. I well, mean, they, and, they've all grown. Frankly, I think they're all going to get a look uh, in the NFL. And I, Kurt talked about them not being recruited. You're talking about two Power 5 offers for those three linebackers. Both from Iowa, right? Uh, well, yeah. I think I was – so I was thinking, yeah, because it, it was it – was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said. Well spoken. Well spoken, PG, yeah. So, so anyway, there's a reason he's the course, best color man in the right. in the and of business. Of course, uh, on the other side of the ball, Boone Myers said, you know, I think you had an opportunity to walk on at UNI was his other option, or his uh, scholarship at UNI, an opportunity to walk on at Iowa. That was his other option too. And he came on. You know, I, some of these guys have earned their spot. Josie Jewell being one of them. That Kirk said today, he's like, I I was the last guy they had to convince. I wasn't convinced. He Kirk wasn't sure he wanted to take him. Kirk right? was wrong. Kirk uh, listened to Reese Morgan apparently. Reese Morgan is a very wise man. When it comes to Iowa high school football players, it's always that last guy there that is, he chirps about there like, is, the whole year and goes, "You know, this is the kid we ought to think about." Right? There's now. no other guy uh, out there. It's, uh, we got three minutes to go. It's time for our Templeton Rye last call, the tasty Templeton Rye. My good thanks to I am Shamrock George for bringing me a bottle of Templeton Rye for my birthday. Yeah, and I've uh, enjoyed it. Is a nice nightcap. <laughs> it warms the tummy. Oh, it's a good way to go it's to a good sleep. Way to go to sleep at night, huh? It is. So our Templeton Rye last call, and before we get there, if you anyone had asked you before the Ohio State game if the Hawks were going to go one and one in those two games, would you have been? Would you have taken it? Oh, absolutely. And so, I thought they were going to go one and one. I thought they'd go the other direction. I thought they'd be so. Two, the the yeah. Hawks met your expectations there, and yet you're sitting here gnashing of teeth because of the manner by which they played. I I don't believe we've had a negative show. I believe we've talked you about started a, few off, orals, a few few holes that were shown. So on what Saturday. is your, what is your Templeton Rye last call? Well, I, I, this is better for two. We've talked, and Tom said it, and you've said it. This is a better Purdue football team than we've seen for some time in 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 two ways. One, their attitude and their belief in themselves, and and I think you would see this out of Daryl Hazel's teams where they were like, well, maybe we can, and then they'd get to a point, and then they just couldn't, right? And but Jeff Brom's got these guys figuring that they can. And are they Thomas off, the t- train engine? They are kind of. No, that's uh, you know, I that yeah, that's the Whatever. engine that could. Uh, but that's where they are. They're the they're the boilermakers, right? They're they're kind of that little engine. They think they can. However, however, I I don't I, I think it's it's going to be uh, cold and nasty again on Saturday. I think um, it's supposed to be windy. I think you're looking at similar weather conditions to last weekend for Iowa. So, and I just think right now that that there's there's going to be a little bit of a of a hangover from this last game and the one. So I I still think Iowa's going to win the game. Just don't think they're going to score a great deal uh, number of points. I think it's going to be another one of those, like the Minnesota game. I'm giving Iowa a 22-13 victory. What are they favored by, by the way? Eight and a half or something like yeah, that. Okay. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the Purdue side of things then. All right. Again. Well, we got... Uh, I should we'll, call for a loss. It's better that way, but go ahead. Yeah, whatever, right. You know, 
I've watched Purdue. I watched them play Louisville. That was the first game of the season. I was impressed by the way that they had come out. Their offense is interesting because it seems to me that that's been the thing that sort of held them back this year, that they haven't been able. And Brahm is an offensive guy. Right. Um, their defense is, is way better. There's no question about it. I did get to watch a fair amount of them against Northwestern last week in between commercials on as the Miami game got out of control and uh, until Alabama got close. So I, I did watch a little bit of it. They're boring. They're a boring team to watch, um, and there's no more boring team to watch than our Hawkeyes. So I, I'm with you. But I think we get a little senior day action. I think if Purdue's going to throw the ball 50 times uh, in the game on Saturday, that, that's going to lead to three or four turnovers, a few short fields, and I think the Hawks are actually going to pull away and, and and beat them pretty handily. I th- I'm going to. You like the Illinois game on this one, is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, it's it's sort of. And I don't think we're going to get 45, but I think it's more like 31 to 13, something along that line. And it's because of it's because of the defense that that pulls this through. Yeah, the funny funny thing is, I can no longer ask you what have you seen that indicates Iowa can do that because there was this game against Ohio State. Pretty much the rest of the Big Ten season has indicated that that can't happen. But I really really hope that they throw the ball at Josh Jackson. A few, let's see how many more he can get. Right, I pile mean, it up. Pile it up is right. Yep. Hey, you're going to be uh, either solo I'm on the next horn week. next week or, or you're going to be solo. You call me from Cancun? Well, we'll see. I'll, I'll be in Mexico. Uh, well, we'll see whether you're upright at that point, too. <laughs> no habla de inglés. on the beach. Thanks to Tom Caker to HawkeyeReport.com. And, of course, Trent Conn here helping us out in the studio. For Dave Creighton Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessi family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, The Hall, Total Truck, and Mattress Discounter. Hi, this is Tiki Barber. My football career taught me the importance of being prepared for game time. And now that I own multiple businesses, being prepared means having capital when I need it. That's where Cabbage comes in with flexible lines of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying. Cabbage has supported over 100,000 small businesses. Get started at Cabbage.com slash game time or 888-CABBAGE. That's Cabbage with a K. 888-CABBAGE. Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. 
Walgreens has good news for everyone who uses Medicare Part B for diabetes testing supplies. We've got your back, or in this case, your test strips. Walgreens accepts Medicare assignment and full coverage supplemental insurance, so you'll pay as low as $0 out of pocket, which is the same as mail order. Pick up the medications you rely on and save on all major brands like Contour Next and Walgreens True Metrics. That's not just good news, it's great news. Talk to your Walgreens pharmacist today. Walgreens, at the corner of Happy and Healthy. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at Food 